0: Good day, everyone. Producer Benny here for the original Loretta Brown Show. Unfortunately, Loretta's guest, Vivian Chouvet isn't feeling too well. She's a little under the weather. So until then, we're going to encore a show Loretta did a few years ago with Amit Goswami and Valentina
1: Onasor on how to understand, rewire, and optimize your brain. Enjoy.
0: Good morning, good morning, and welcome to the original Loretta Brown Show, radio to open the heart heal the soul, and awaken the consciousness. Good morning, Betty. Good morning. Hi. I, I feel like I need to sing, you know, Let It Snow. Oh, my God. <laughs> like we haven't loved Christmas. Like it it returned for an encore. I know. <laughs> it's a beautiful it was, day out. It is beautiful. Mm-hmm. I hope everybody's warm and snuggy. It was chilly at my place last night. I was, was this close so. to not coming in. But then I'm like, nope, nope, can't do it today. I got a lot going on. Mm-hmm one thing i'll say is there's a blue sky yes So i don't know it could be worse yeah but <laughs> do stay stay warm and safe and i don't know i didn't look at the weather report but maybe it's going to warm up just a little bit
1: a little bit yeah we'll be all right
0: a little bit a little bit yeah and um so i am the owner of reiki oasis located right here in the greater seattle area for the last hmm, 27 years <laughs> or thereabouts and um i have just a couple of things i have every sunday I have Sunday meditation with Loretta at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And please join me if you can, if you cannot be there uh, on the Zoom call at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Just sign up, I'll send you a recording of the meditation. And that's just to try to help us all out a little bit. And then I just wanna um, send some beautiful Reiki, some love and some prayers out to the world, especially Ukraine this morning. And uh, I do have a team of, of, I have what we call the Reiki Strike Force. (laughs) It sounds pretty amazing, (laughs) but it is a group of of, uh, my Reiki students who are various shades of levels of Reiki. And so um, they were all wanting to send out some some, uh, goodness to everybody. So please do that. I do very much believe in the power of the energy that we send out, whether it's prayers, Um, healing energy and and bless all the healers that are doing um, their work right now so thank you very much for letting me do that and a quick astrology check-in because it's so potent it kind of explains a lot of things and then I've got two wonderful guests Uh, we did move into Pisces season last weekend it is the last sign of the western zodiac it's a sign of spirituality And recognizing there is no beginning and no end, and it guides us to higher consciousness. It's also very watery. What is in the depth of your ocean of emotion? (laughs) Ooh, -ooh. could be there. And then we had the 222, 222, 222 portal, Benny, 222. Did you do anything for your Tuesday? For two, 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 I, two, two, that, hey that was the day i don't know if you didn't know, notice that already it was tuesday mm-hmm. and i was inundated with twos and people asking me what that was all about and um i for sure lit a candle and invited in was it two uh, the, candles or it, two, it was two it, it, candles that's what I thought. <laughs> two flames two two candles two flames two, flames, two yes okay <laughs> And I was, I was, I was breathing into my heart and my mind. I'm just saying, I'm just getting ready for my guests. And, uh, two times, you know, twice as much, we're twice getting it, much. feeling it. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So, um, <laughs> I had somebody ask me, um, yesterday, she said, Loretta, I thought that was supposed to be like a blissful thing. She goes, I feel my, like my life is blowing up. And I go, well, sometimes. You know, sure. The divine works in mysterious ways, yeah. <laughs> right? The inside and the outside, the uh, above and below. Those also forms of two, yeah. So different anyway, areas,
1: yeah. both sides, two sides. Both
0: sides, two sides. Let's see
1: where you're going um, with this, still?
0: Mm-hmm. I've looked at life from both sides now, <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody <laughs> this is not the Loretta Brown singing show anyway. Um, <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's a lot of intense energy. I want to point something out this weekend. Everything. Wow. Get ready, because we're, we're on a roller coaster between now and March 6th and then probably for the rest of the year. But we do currently by Saturday, we have four planets in Capricorn, the planet of structure or restructuring those planets are Venus about money, love, relationships, Mars. hmm, Are we gonna go to war? Are we going to be peaceful? What are we gonna do? It's a fiery planet. Mercury, communication, right? Do we need to revamp what we say and how we say it? And Pluto, the planet of transformation, sometimes called the Lord of the underworld so this is bringing us in a powerful powerful energy to make peace with our shadow but that also means the shadow is being pulled to the surface and what is the shadow the un- unowned or unrecognized or unhealed aspects of our self as well as the collective we also have the asteroid vesta conjunct the capricorn stellium and the moon joins in on sunday so that means by sunday We have Venus, Vesta, Mars, Pluto, Mercury, and the moon in Capricorn. Uh, (laughs) It's a heavy hitter. Let me just say that. It's called a super conjunction, and it is going to, like I said, bring you to Uh, looking at your shadow and by the way venus mars and pluto will not meet in conjunction again for another 250 years so if you have been saying i feel like something big is coming i feel like i'm about to blow up um pluto is that planet benny you're smiling only because (laughs) you got to get on it now because it's not it's not going to happen again for your lifetime if it's going to come around for another 200 plus years just saying just saying so I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And that actually is right. Sometimes we got to grab a hold of these opportunities and see what we can do. Right. Well, yeah. Especially when it's 200 more years away. Like, yeah. Yeah. Don't miss it. No. Don't miss it. I don't think you can anyway, because we're going into the Pluto return for the United States. And so there's a lot going on. Um, But this energy is going to help you become very crystal clear on what you want and what you do not want. So Uh, Do take advantage of it. I'm a firm believer that we are co-creators and we are here to help make a different world. And so we're in a very potent time. I mean, I can't actually think of a better day for my guests. Uh, I guess they're going to help us sort through it (laughs) a little bit (laughs) with our brains and and our quantum brains. Anyway, I've got two wonderful guests. Hey, we have two. You're right. We have two. (laughs) Okay, I'll stop. (laughs) my goodness. We can't make this stuff up. Anyway, yes, I have two wonderful guests, which increases the twos. Thank you, Benny. And uh, my special guests today are Amit Goswami, PhD, and and Valentina R. Onasor, MD. They're co-authors of uh, the book, The Quantum Brain, Understand, Rewire, and Optimize Your Brain. And my goodness, trying to introduce these two people, I have to tell you, I could write a book um, Ahmet Goswami is probably one of the m- most renowned thinkers on the planet, oh, Amit, you're just an amazing person. He's a theoretical quantum physicist. He's a revolutionary amongst a growing number of renegade scientists who in recent years have ventured into the domain of the spiritual in an attempt both to interpret the seemingly inexplicable findings of curious experiments and to validate intuitions about the existence of a spiritual dimension of life. He's a prolific writer, teacher, visionary. He's been in What the Bleep Do We Know, Dalai Lama Renaissance and the Quantum Activist. He started a movement called Quantum Activism, which is gaining a a lot of notoriety, a lot of um, attention. And he established Quantum Activism Vishwalayam an institution of transformative education in India based on quantum science and the primacy of consciousness, which is to me just amazing. And then our micro guest is uh, Valentina Onisor, MD. She's a practicing physician specializing in family medicine who integrates various systems of alternative medicine such as acupuncture, Ayurveda, naturopa- naturopathy, and aromatherapy into her medical practice. She is committed to consciousness awakening related scientists for over two, deca- two decades, And she's a pioneer of the quantum integrative medicine. She's a yoga and meditation teacher, and she is also the co-founder and Dean of students at the quantum activism Vishwalayam. Welcome to the show, both of you. It's such a joy and a delight to have you here and an honor. Whew. Thank you, <laughs> I feel like my consciousness expanded just trying to introduce the two of you.
2: <laughs> well, you did very well. I Thank am... you.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. I have so many questions. I would really love to know. How did the two of you meet and and decide to collaborate on what you're doing?
1: Okay, so we met in India. There was a, a woman, Rita, and she invited me to be part of a, a university that was about to take shape in Pyramid Valley in India. How many years ago? I don't know, six or something like seven, something like six, I think seven (laughs) and then uh, that university didn't happen but of course from the first moment it was I immediately knew what I have to bring to bring the complementary part in what's happening and was it was so obvious you know and we just had a short short talk even you know and it was immediately such a such a wonderful feeling of a great uh, collaboration and uh, I don't know how to say it. it was obvious that that was the thing that I was expecting for, for so many years and then everything flight off you know and uh, that university didn't happen but after uh, how many two years I think we got back and we created our own university. So that was just so beautiful, and we had to really fly off around the world and do so many other events. And then it really came that we have to do it. And but it was uh, yeah in another way, it was so integrated, and it's still so amazing to see what is developing.
0: So Ama, were you looking for someone to collaborate with, or or what is your side of that?
2: It's more like I had given up. You know, I was looking for a collaborator practically all my life. And, and to some extent, my wives did do some collaboration, but they really are not really ready for it, equipped for it either. Um, so this woman uh, comes to the workshop that I was giving for exemplifying what kind of thing we'll teach at the proposed university. And um, you know, she didn't even ask any questions. So just sitting around. And, but at the end of the, uh, seminar four days, she uh, asked me to uh, read something. And uh, I was not, of course, very receptive, tired, and all that. But nevertheless, somebody has given me to something to read, so I read. I said, "Wow, this woman is an original thinker." so i got interested and next day we had a talk and it was clear that she is the one that is ready uh, and her enthusiasm was very clear so we have been working ever since
0: i love it um i i really really love it and i want to kind of pull this out a little bit i'm sure that two of you will talk about it but you each bring such a, a beautiful energy that's complementary but different. You know, uh, Amit, you have like really, I respect you so highly. Your your intelligence and your understanding of quantum theory is this big bulk of. of I'm going to call it masculine. I could be wrong. And 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 Valentina, you're just this lovely feminine. Woman over here, but the intelligence that's there, the consciousness do you um, do either one of you or both of you want to comment a little bit on that and i I, I do have a specific question and um, I don't even know the answer is the male and the female brain the same or are they different?
2: actually, no, they are different and they are different in such a way that the way people visualize male and female, namely males prefer thinking and women prefer relationships and therefore feeling emotions a lot more is true it comes from the brain uh, difference you want to go into technicalities it's the amygdala how it connects to the brain it connects to the uh, right brain of men but right brain is unconsciousness so men can easily sidestep it and suppress it whereas it comes to the left brain all the negative emotions come through your amygdala to the left brain of women and so there is no way we can suppress it and actually there's some other stuff too like the heart wakes up in women the way we bring up we uh, girls and, and, and boys we don't bring up the same way there's a cultural difference in all cultures And boys, usually are supposed to be independent. They never learn that awaken the heart early. Maybe later at puberty with romance, they wake up a little bit. But early awakening is just uh, motherly love and that's it for boys. But girls have an active heart. So the combination of acting heart plus liking relationship Well, there is also a side part of it and we can make joke of it. Women talk much and that is also because of all this brain difference. (laughs) (laughs) I
0: I love what you just said. I've never actually heard that before. And um, I love it, you know, because it's one of those things where you can just say, I'm just blaming it on my brain, right? And it's actual wired differently. I've never heard that. Um, uh, Valentina, do you have
1: anything you'd like to add to that? Yeah, I mean, uh, this uh, this is a deadly combination what we have. <laughs> 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 I'm telling you, we are so nice and everything you say, you are smiling, but eventually you wake up in the room with the atomic bomb. <laughs> yes, so yes. described by some people exactly in this way, you know, because and especially when we do things together, because we have. We have there's a certain courage and uh, oh yeah I don't know it's a level of authenticity which I mean especially I see that in Amit but when we we I don't know it's kind of we are uh, strengthening each other very very much you know and then everything that's happening it's so much enhanced you know everything really like also the inspiration that comes it's just a lot of mystery also around it but it's very beautiful and it's also powerful. It's very
0: powerful. I'm thinking when I while you both are talking, how, um, you know, because there's, there's all these things that people do, like we need to heal ourselves and we need to, you know, like everybody always has this idea of how you're supposed to show up or how you're supposed to be. And um, I know that as a as a woman or as a little girl, you know, quite often it was like, you're too emotional, you're too sensitive, you've got to stop that. Right. So can you bring into the conversation that aspect of You know, especially because we're talking about the brain and healing and 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 there's all these ideas, even with neuroplasticity, right? Like, how far do we go with this and where is the limitation of when we settle on who we really are?
2: We can we can change a lot using neuroplasticity. It's very interesting, you know, before the prejudice that we had was that the we use very little part of the brain and we thought it's about the volume. But it's actually about the connections. We have enormous potentiality of making synaptic connections, additional synaptic connections, and we don't take advantage of it. How do we make uh, synaptic connections? Well, one way, of course, is doing the same thing over and over again. Like the usual example that we get of brain rewiring, London taxi divers who had to, poor guys, had to memorize the whole address and how to get there in london which is not an easy thing but they used to have to do it i don't know if they still have to do it with uh, today we have (laughs) mechanisms to guide people through london Um, but you know uh, in the 80s 90s they used to have to do it and their brain actually increases in uh, mass uh, because new neurons and new connections are made But these connections don't have to be learning uh, the telephone book. These connections can actually be used also to be creative. And this is is where people need the quantum brain. Uh, In the Newtonian brain, all people can do is to, okay, learn the telephone book over and over again, learn more address, learn more information. And people usually don't even do that because they have internet to check up. Most people, I mean, when you're driving a taxi, uh, you better not. But uh, so, in this way, people use very little of uh, even the Newtonian capacity. But uh, if you start using the quantum capacity, then this brain rewiring gives us really. Unlimited quantum potentiality, infinite quantum potentiality we have to manifest. We can.
0: Um uh, Valentini, do you want to add to that? And then I want to ask uh for some clarity for the listening audience on the quantum brain versus the Newtonian brain and this unlimited potentiality.
1: Yeah, of course. So of course, nowadays we live more and more almost exclusively through thinking yeah so thinking it's not about the quantum brain and we do things with the help of thinking and we plan everything our life in thoughts and actions determined by thoughts right and we venerate thinking as as the most important things and the most fascinating one indeed it is a male dominated society but even women do that you know nowadays so although thinking uh, has divided in a superior and inferior self and gave birth to the thinker, and this monkey, the sister's monkey, this is good, this is bad, forcing us, if we allow it, to just live in this comparison world. So this is a a level, very interesting level, comparison and competition, where we live, unfortunately. And uh, so you see all the books based on thinking, and even when you speak about relations. So thinking is like this echo of memory accumulated as knowledge, experiences, an echo of the past that we project usually in the future, passing through the present, giving the form to the future, but still is past, yeah? So it's never a free thinking, okay? And uh, yeah, so that's uh, to see where we start, you know? So in this book, You of course, you know, that is described um, the base level human condition. So by by understanding where we are, acknowledging that, that is the first step. We have to see where we are to see where we start from, you know?
0: I I love what you're saying so much. Um, Can you talk a little bit more, Amit? Can you talk a little bit more about what is quantum theory, the quantum brain? What are you really saying?
2: Okay, so the Newtonian brain, uh, Valentin already explained, it's the thinking on the basis of what is known, uh, the conditioned brain. Uh, it has other things too because we cannot get rid of negative emotions it does have emotions not negative and it does have the scope of pleasure so when we say base level human condition the condition that we are given at physiology by brain physiology at birth that is not really a very good stuff I mean our brain sticks it to us because it gives us that thinking brain, me-centeredness and narcissistic aspects, and then information processing uh, tendency, and then negative emotions five times as much than positive, and then pleasure, which is a good thing, (laughs) but can be a very bad thing, it becomes an addiction, right? So this is what we are dealt with, whereas, quantum brain, which human beings, to their credit, have discovered for thousands of years, thousands of years, and um, uh, in uh, they have been using it. So we have known, like, in the East, there is a concept of this brow chakra. This is called brow chakra. This is also called the third eye. So the idea is that the brow chakra wakes up. And that is a process that we can all do. We all routinely do anyway as children. Then we have a third eye, a third way of seeing things. We have two eyes which sees the physical world with local signals like sound, light, sensory signals, smell, etc., five senses. But this with this eye, we connect with purely quantum it's called non-locality instantaneous communication with directly with consciousness from which everything is created so quantum physics is very straight it says consciousness is the ground of being all experiences are coming from possibilities of consciousness to choose from so when consciousness chooses a possibility lots of thoughts are possible it chooses one thought that thought we think Similarly, lots of feelings are possible. It chooses one feeling. We experience that feeling. But these are all local, coming from the physical world.
0: Uh
2: This one is coming from consciousness in the form of what? In the form of all those things that we it: Love, beauty, justice, truth, abundance, power. All those things are in these archetypes. And we get them through extrasensory perception through this quantum brain when our brow chakra is awakened. Now, okay, I went very fast through a lot of concepts, but a lot of people know. This third eye was called by um, Saint Duanaventura, a completely well-known saint in the Western tradition. He called this the eye of contemplation. So he knew. He had an awakened third eye. And many people like that, of course, Jesus himself, but many people uh, talk about the third eye. So this third eye is the beginning of the quantum brain, but there's a lot of other stuff, a lot of other stuff that we can do to awaken the quantum brain. And when we uh, find out all this, then we should really ask the opposite question. What happens to us? Why don't we use quantum brain en masse? It's available. It's available so much in our childhood because we are born with this quantum facility. Children never have to worry about non-locality or ESP. They have access. Why do we lose the access? Well, we lose the access partially because of conditioning, partially because of this Newtonian stuff taking us over. But we have to do it that way. So this is why we wrote the book, because we certainly, through our own experience, discovered that, no, we do not have to do it. We do not have to succumb to the Newtonian brain. We can be in the quantum brain and explore all those potentialities. Now, Valentina can tell you all those diseases that we can get if we stick too much to the Newtonian brain, it can be dangerous.
1: Yeah, so can I continue? Because uh, I mean, it's about please. freedom, you know? So it's about mm-hmm. our freedom. We have these fundamental rights of, yeah, we we say that we have some freedom there, you know, and the power to choose, but we are not exercising these things, you know? So that's something. And where we are now as a society has a lot to do with that. And if we lose the freedom to pursue a life of purpose, and what Amit mentioned, the architects with the highest values, like why we are here, we are in danger of losing civilization itself, you know? So, yeah, imagine that. And all this Alzheimer, for example. So in the past, it was after 70 or something. Now, even in the 40s, people having Alzheimer. Why? So much life without purpose, you know? We are just wasting a lot of our lives. And then, uh, again, in the past, there was people... Living in societies where, for example, capital was shared, education is open to exploration of truth. Yeah, well, what is the truth now in media? No, and people are empowered. Uh, were empowered their education to exercise this freedom and to choose the way they want to make their living. And civilization has thrived. Right. And when the opposite happens, when just a few elites take over capital power, control of education, civilization obviously declines. Yeah, We are all responsible for what's happening today. Yeah, you said it was bad yeah. news today. Yes. But we have all those wars inside of us. We have to really acknowledge this. you know. And eventually, again, we isolated ourselves so much. I mentioned no, lo- no locality. What is that? No locality is the way to access this is usually through the heart but we by isolating ourselves in every way we can of course we are closing to this uh, facility and yes there's no need to i mean we need to know how how all the things works and this quantum brain also it's accessible so there's no need for hacking no need to enter through the wall because the door is open but we don't even know where is the door where is the door there you know so uh there is Of course, we are using 3%, 4% consciously of the brain capacity and even 5% and 6% then we say we are genius, right? So imagine why the nature gave us all this capacity. What's happening with the rest 95%? It's underused. So if you're not using 5%, you know, you're using kind of 5% of the muscles of the arm, you know, then what's happening is that you you have to develop other muscles kind of, you know, or in the digestive system. What would happen if you're not using that? think about that right so uh, it's not about adding something you know you can become as smart as nature maybe you know but you will not be able to be better than that so often we just try to add something to life and it's not how things work we just create problems so it's all this infinite potentiality but in order to access that it's about accessing the unity consciousness that I To access the infinite new potentiality, it's a new potentiality, and we do it by using the mind to process new meaning. Uh, If we do it out of other people's meanings, you know, so it's not enough to just pick up other people's meanings because that's again, it's not your truth, you know. And uh, of course, you do it best by using intuition and follow through, exploring the creative process with with research and quantum science, you know. So again, it's not being afraid of the unknown, you know, it's not being afraid of being having some discipline, you know, and then creativity will come easily. Yeah. So there's a lot of reward on uh, on uh, on your way to creatively awaken a higher intelligence, you know, and this reward is called happiness, increasing levels of happiness, as you we learn to explore increasing levels of intelligence as well.
0: You, you both are saying so many absolutely wonderful things, and I am... Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, <laughs> hopefully with my quantum brain, while you're talking, that this is vitally important information right now. Um, you've touched on a couple of things. Number one, we think too much. I think we're stuck in our thinking brain, our Newtonian brain. Uh, and we are in a world where what is the truth? Where is the truth? And, uh, you know, I say to people all the time if you want to stop war, you've got to begin with the self. Because the battle is inside the self, right? And and you know Amit, you told me one time, and I know you talk to a lot of people, and you 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 don't know, but you said something that really stayed with me. And you said, um, Loretta, we have two two realities. We've got this one down here, and then this one up here, right? And down here we have this illusion of we're separate. I am me, and you are you. Right, and we have to figure out how to communicate and that's where the problems are right, <laughs> but up here we are, we are one we don't we, we. We get it up here, so I think what you're saying and and, of course, you, you please expound just keep talking both of you, but we need to access this quantum brain in order to get us out of the mess that we've created at the Newtonian level um is one way to say it um but please share more because i'm also thinking um you know and i know i'm i'm talking a lot but i'm I, i'm just like this is so rich this conversation um the brow chakra and the heart and talk a little bit more just kind of respond to what i said there <laughs> So i have 10 questions in that little bit
1: <laughs> i mean
2: this is the key, right, the brow and the heart. And there is also the nasal chakra. That is also very important, it okay. turns out, because it gives us self work, it gives us power, fire in the brain to get things done, willpower. All three are very important. On all three places, we have a self identity. And so uh, it's not just the cortical self, not just the brain. And um, in the quantum brain, while we are researching, we discovered that there is also a self, although very latent, at the uh, midbrain, which governs over the negative emotions and the pleasure aspects of the brain. So that too, if we could gain control over, then we may be able to control even uh, negative emotions and also our addiction tendency, just imagine that if there was simple cure for addiction problems, mm-hmm. it would be to awaken the midbrain cells. But that is um, hard because this is a very unexplored area. In fact, Valentina and I are both in the process of you know, figuring out how we can do it because we haven't. Gotten hold completely of these negative emotions. But so, what we do is that we have access to the heart, we have awakened the heart. Heart also becomes quantum. And with the help of both the quantum brain and the quantum heart, we can make positive emotional brain circuits. And these positive emotional brain circuits are in the cortex in a place called anterior cingulate cortex. That's hard to remember, but the abbreviation ACC is very easy to remember. So these two words, people should remember. ACC for positive balances, amygdala for the negative. If we can sufficiently build our ACC by building new synaptic connections by taking quantum leaps, using the quantum brain, then we do not need to worry about These negative emotions, you know, right now, we are praying because of impending war, et cetera. Those words will will just a a statement of the amygdala, negative emotions. If we had ACC and positive emotions, we would never have to worry about war anymore. Just imagine that human beings become truly nonviolent. So this is in the potentiality. It's all part of that infinite potentiality. And not very hard to do it either, as uh, both of us constantly emphasize when we teach, that you know, Valentina has developed a whole bunch of techniques called quantum yoga. And you know, doing that, we very easily can access, You were talking about accessing this oneness, but it is not very hard to access it. There are known techniques and we have put a quantum dressing on the technique, Now the techniques are much more accurate, and uh, using them, uh, fairly easy to access the quantum brain. Why don't you talk about it, Valentina?
1: Okay, so uh, the first, again, I'm just, many times I just want to go to the base and what I find uh, in my experience and working with myself, that it's really important. It's something which is still underrated, something which is called attention. Yeah? and uh, Amit mentioned about the heart. But first of all, you know, it's we have all this beautiful potential easily accessible through the heart. But if we don't develop attention, then uh, nothing happens again. Because uh, something which I found out while working with Amit was about these negative emotion brain circuits. I never knew that. Really, they are really embedded in our structure in the brain. Yeah. So we, our duty to really create the positive ones, it's obvious. But again, if we don't practice what is called attention and another term, mental hygiene, they go hand in hand, then we cannot really start any kind of work. So I want to emphasize on this a little bit because quantum attention, yeah. When we speak about intention and choice and there is this neuroscience of attention that got already a lot of research and still it's underrated. How can not be because we are destroying the brains of our children, giving them a tablet, or just the phone when it's not time for that yet, or when we wake up in the morning with the phone in our hands immediately. So we kind of we are the ones who are damaging ourselves first of all before the governments. Okay, so attention plays a huge, huge role in uh, all the discoveries and all the insights. So any, I mean, you need clarity, right? Clarity is built inside of us. But normal people without a preparation don't even know what to expect. We don't even really know what are our choices, truly. Yeah. And yeah. even not choosing, it is still choice. you know. And um, again, I spoke about the unknown. Being more ready, a person that we call genius because it has a little bit more access to the potential that he has, can see in the unknown. You know? Because again, he has access to intuitions also. And when we don't have attention, consciousness will choose from the statistical average, based on a particular choice in my spectrum of choices that I have established for that stimuli. You know, so attention is crucial, crucial. You know, otherwise we are just really conditioned persons. You know, we are just like that mouse which is circling around, around, around. Is that visual circle? You never come out of that. Not to speak about quantum leaps. Yeah. So well, again. Everybody who wants to transform, we have to really learn to pay attention. This, again, is part of the education that we should have, you know, when parents, of course, first of all, they should have this education to give it to the children, if not the educators later on, yeah? Um, Because again, um, intention will play later a role, a great role in our life. Attention and intention, they go together. Okay, so if we don't pay attention, We don't transform and uh, we cannot bring an objective into practice yeah or especially women you know loretta you know very well you're so open to intuitions but the problem with us is because what amit mentioned about the weak navel chakra that also turns in a lack of confidence lack of courage and lack of power of manifesting the things you know so you're having intuitions great great intuitions but because we allow ourselves to be in this kind of state we just don't follow that through with the manifestation you know it's part of the creative process so again i see women yeah okay so i again both women and men they have essential roles but what i see is that women really we have access to great great things and much easier than men you know and we should really use them and then also help the men and the society that's how i see the healing of the world coming through women first of all okay i don't know if the audience likes it or not but that's how I see it
0: so again well I love it I love it because I've been you know I do a monthly class with women I call it the temple of the divine feminine and a lot of it has been right along what you're saying but you're bringing in these beautiful pieces and I'm like we as women need to fully embody ourselves as women to help the men fully embody themselves as men because we need the men and they need mm-hmm. us, you know.
1: Yes, and is mm-hmm. that all that polarity that comes? Like when a woman is really manifesting that what is called empowered love, you know, it's not about being a feminist, which makes you a man, yeah, right. It's not about that. But again, it's it's yeah, you know, it's the time to be at once a wise woman, a child playing, you know, playfulness and everything. Yes, indeed, we need to be all that. But it's it can be also fun. It should be fun, you know. It shouldn't be. I mean, eventually, when we integrate what is our first task, navel chakra, and then all the rest, you know, with the great keeping the great intent with perseverance, another thing which we don't manifest so much, but we have it, you know, so all these qualities we have them, you know, and okay, speaking of disease, anxiety, depression, ADHD, this is a sure sign that the person lost the capacity of attention. So many people are just diagnosed with ADHD out of nothing and put on medication, which is destroying themselves. So, yeah. And uh, willpower again, Manipura Chakra, the navel area, willpower, you know, comes with the freedom to choose from a certain conditioning and self respect. And the only way to stop consciousness collapse in a certain way, yeah, if you put your willpower there. Of course, when you have the clarity. So, attention is related with the Third eye, of course, yeah, and then have to check what is grabbing our attention. And then make a journal and see what's happening when you are alone. You know what is that subconscious, unconscious things which keep repeating in your life? What grabs your attention? You know, so it's it's a lot, but it's beautiful. Just remember this: that really we need to really start with that practicing. There are so many exercises of attention but um and then it's the concept of mental hygiene which is part of deep ecology uh, it's completing the moral or ethical basis of deep ecology's principles you know like the body's state of health and harmony is based among other things on a preventive attitude implying a good physical hygiene in the same way if you want an adequate psychomental health which makes any training easier and happiness yeah is based on maintaining a hygiene on the psychomental level of a person yeah but we are picking up we're very sensitive right and we are picking up everything. We watch media all the time we, are, we watch TV we watch I don't know what we are just picking all kind of information we talk with somebody. we are sensitive and it's beautiful. but eventually you know uh, even if again even if maintain, maintaining its hygiene at the physical level is a well-known factor in society right? But to maintain this hygiene and purity at the psychomental level, didn't find yet p- place in humanity. You know, especially mm-hmm. because we ignore the consequences of a chaotic psychomental activity upon the harmony, health, happiness of a human being. You know, and also there is no education about the how to purify right. these levels and to maintain the state of purity. Because again, it has to be all the time. It's not about you're not cleaning your room just once, right? You have to click at least once a week or, you don't know, think back just once and, you know,
0: the same thing happens in the mind. Yeah. It's, it's beautifully said. Um, uh, Amit, do you have anything you'd like to add to that?
2: Well, um, there are, uh, of course, the uh, simple brain process. One thing I want to emphasize, the brain's biggest job that it does for us is to manifest our consciousness. I mean, this is, this is really, we have said many mm. kind of critical things about the brain, but the brain does wonderful things, beginning with giving us self-identity. Consciousness expresses itself through the brain the most powerful. Thing. Because well, of course we do not want exclusively just all kind of thinking, thinking of the old stuff. But thinking itself, is wonderful because it allows us to make worldview. view question is how to better think how to do intuitive thinking how to do positive thinking these are the questions and how to do it the brain gets us the self but there is a quantum self quantum level of brain then we get quantum self and newtonian level of brain then we get newtonian self we get the condition ego, very behavioural and very constricted, and we operate in these two limits. But we, there is a there is a third thing, unconscious, conscious, and there is a third thing that's called pre-conscious. That is the domain where you can call it a twilight zone between the ego and the quantum self. How do we access it? If we meditate we fall into this pre-conscious domain. And this is something that everybody should learn. This is a big discovery for us when we are researching uh, the brain. Actually, um, uh, I discovered it some time ago with the help of a neurophysiologist uh, named Jacobo Greenberg, a Mexican neurophysiologist, very famous. So this pre-conscious, we enter it meditatively. This is why meditation is so important. If meditation also is the way that we learn attention. So meditation really is a fantastic device to learn and practice so that we fall into this pre-conscious and the world changes for us. We experience the world so much more aliveness. We experience the intuition much more. Our consciousness expands and therefore we can open the heart better. And uh, so uh, the benefits of meditation, you know, we just cannot stop talking about if we start talking about it. And this is what people, when they study the brain, with one question you ask, okay, how do we access quantum brain? We would say, well, okay, first learn to meditate, learn to access <laughs> be conscious. Be conscious is the way to the quantum self. And quantum self, of course, is the access to the quantum brain. So it is easy once you once you get the hang of it. Yes meditation sounds extremely hard and it is really very hard the first few days because you find your attention just as like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> valentina like said. valentina
0: said like <laughs>
2: monkey mind <laughs> it is true but you sit and sit so my prescription is meditation is very simple just sit Learn to just sit. The first few days, nothing else. Don't even try to develop attention. No attention to words, no attention to mantra, just sit. Because people fidget, you know. So if they learn just to sit comfortably, and that's the first lesson, and then they learn to pay attention to a simple word called mantra. And finally, they learn to be mindful. And then you have full access to the pre-conscious, and the world of quantum brain opens up for you. So this everybody must know, and everybody must do, because once you know and once you begin to do it, you cannot stop, and you will be better better and better. You know, all those things, you mentioned, happiness, intelligence is for us to have.
0: Wow. Yeah, let
1: yeah. I mean, um, a very simple practice. Very simple, really, actually, of which will take you for in a state of learning concentration and meditation. So it's it's a very simple one, but the effects are tremendous, you know. And if you do it 10 minutes in the morning, the first thing before getting to your phone, before feeding your children, yeah. So first thing in the morning and the last thing in the evening, kind of to be with yourself in this moment. You simply sit with the back straight and relax. Pay attention always to relax the belly area, the shoulders and simply move all your attention to your breathing. You know, it's so easily because the breathing is happening right now, as the physical body is happening right now. And that is why focusing on the breathing, even if initially your monkey mind will come and, okay, so don't fight with the monkey mind, because it's a monkey, just bring your attention back immediately, immediately to the witnessing of the breathing, without influencing, just simple breathing, even now when you're hearing, you can simply witness your breathing. And whenever you do that, you can do that in the middle of a conference, you will see what's happening is something amazing. Like the quality of your life will shift immediately, even with this very, very simple thing. you know. And then, of course, this is a preparation for further states. Because if you are ready, the, those quantum leaps, they happen when you're ready. The supramental states, they happen when you're ready. You cannot force them. But you're doing the preparation. And this is a very, very good preparation, actually. Because again, when you are ready, you will see that you can very easily just truly, as if you're falling like in the space of your heart and you're just there in this vast, vast ocean, which is not going anywhere. And it's powerful, you know, it's all the peace, all the love, all the that you want, it's just there waiting. But again, that's happening when you're ready, but it's a very, very good preparation.
0: Thank you so much for that. Um... I'm thinking that's a great thing to teach to children also. And I was thinking when you were talking about the children with ADD and ADHD, and also this lack of attention span, like uh, Ahmed, I think you also said to me once, the average attention span is one and a half seconds or something like that. It's very short. (laughs) We have about two minutes left, which is unbelievable to me. We barely scratched the surface um can you please share a little bit about your uh your school and where to find you and and any last words that either one of you or both of you would like to say so
2: the school is a school of transformative uh, education one of a kind and we offer master's and phd in quantum science and health prosperity and happiness it covers the traditional areas of psychology medicine and business now why put these three things together because quantum science is teaching us that we are beings with five facilities five different ways to experience things they cannot be separated this this is a mistake that we teach we we treat physical health and mental health so separately intimately connected and emotions, of course, is a combination of feeling and thinking. We cannot treat them separately. And therefore, we decided that no, people must get, consummative education demands that people must get all these things together. We do allow specialization for research. And therefore, PhD students will choose one particular area. And for practical purposes, the world is not going to be practicing integral medicine or integrative psychology uh, very soon. So we allow the fact that people do have to work on individual fields. but this is our forte. We are the only transformative university in the world which teaches the holistic way not just saying it but actually doing it using quantum science we can do it because quantum science has integrated the impossible science and spirituality it integrates everything it integrates all sorts of psychology all sorts of medicine so it's a wonderful thing to learn and come to us you can reach um, in my website omit at dot sorry that's the email so <laughs> 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 okay
0: it's Amitgoswami.org. amitgaswami.org great and uh, uh last words valentina we're down to the last little tiny bit of the show yeah
1: yeah um definitely inviting everyone to to dare to dare to live and uh to not let yourself bogged down by anything that is happening right now in the world just be really conscious and uh Sing your music. Allow yourself to sing your music with full courage, because this will also help the others, you know, to do the same. So I'm I'm confident that we will pass together through all this period, no matter how it can get.
0: Yeah. Thank you so much. It's such a pleasure and an honor to have you both here, and uh, this is Loretta Brown. And the book is The Quantum Brain. I hope you're going to put out the quantum heart and the quantum yoga and all of that stuff. We More more wonderful good things. And uh, Amit Goswami, Ph.D., Valentina R. Anasaur, M.D., from My Heart Tears, so much love, so much blessings. And yeah, oh, let's meet up here. <laughs> thank you so much.